What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you, but you know what we got to do first. We got to talk about those things that generate a little revenue and uh, put eyes on the show. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the Patreon. That's right. Patreon.com slash Slayer is home to the whole video back catalog. In addition to that, as a Patreon member, you get access to the video versions a week early, uncensored. This particular episode is not 100% YouTube friendly, so there is an uncensored version on the Patreon. In addition to that, the audio versions are getting digital ad insertion coming real soon if it's not already on this episode. So there is ad-free audio available on the Patreon as well. So check that out today at patreon.com slash and help support the show. Another way you can help support me and support the show is come hang out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mattfnslayer. That's right. Still Twitch streaming, and if you have a Prime sub, I'll happily take it off your hands. Last, but certainly not least, the easiest way to support this show. The absolute easiest way. It's twofold. First, tell your friends. Tell people in your life. Share social media posts. Talk about the show in a public setting. Maybe not work. Don't get fired over this. Just help spread the word. The other super easy way to help support this show also cost you nothing, is go to youtube.com slash and now we drink and subscribe. Just subscribe. Helps us with the algorithm. And we all know the algorithm is king. That's it. That painless. That easy. Let's get on with it. My guest this week is adult performer Keely Rose. Oh, uh, this is a silly episode. Keely's a lot of fun. We talked about Keely traveling all over the country. Some of her experiences as a dancer. A little bit of rock and roll. So I hope you enjoy the hell out of this episode. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy Drinking Buddies. What's going on? Not much. Just left Santa Barbara. Was hanging out there. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you for making the giant fucking trek all the way down to Hollywood. Thanks for having me. It's beautiful here. Most people don't describe Hollywood as beautiful. Well, I like Hollywood just as much as I like Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara's just more like chill, but Hollywood's like where the fun's at, you know? Last I checked, I mean, there's a reason I live here. It's I like that it's walkable to bars, restaurants, all that fun shit. Yeah, I like all that, too. So, And just before we got on air, we got to introduce Keely to Eagle Rare for the very first time. Yeah. And you liked it? Didn't like it? Okay, so I like it. It's a little, like, strong, and it gives you, like, a burn, but it's a good burn. I like it, I have to say. It's pretty good. She asked for Jack Daniels. I provided, but it was just like, but but there's so much better whiskey we could get you. <laughs> I, I don't judge. Well, I what? judge a little when it comes to whiskey, but most things I don't judge about. Yeah. You can do absolutely horrible things with the whiskey. It's just like a little little judgment. Yeah. So is that like your favorite go-to? No, no. Like I found it on a decent price. Um, my go-to is W.L. Weller Special Reserve when I can find it at a reasonable oh. fucking price. <sighs> fucking the whiskey gray market is fucking ridiculous because W.L. Weller Special Reserve used to go for about $25 a bottle mm-hmm. and is great at a $25 price point. Because Sazerac and Buffalo Trace started putting it out on consignment, 
it's fucking hard to find now and people charge ninety hundred dollars a bottle now. Yeah. Oh, that's that's way up. Yeah. And it's like this is good at twenty five, man. It's really right, hard to justify right. hundred and twenty five dollar bottles. Yeah, that's like more than half more. Like that's crazy. It's a special treat every once in a while, but like this is becoming hard to fucking find. My local liquor store was selling it for fucking seventy a bottle. Whew. And Bevmo like had it for thirty two. I'm like, yeah, I'll grab that. <laughs> Yeah, this is good. The The usual house wine these days is Elijah Craig. Oh, yeah. 94 proof bourbon, which there's a handle of it sitting right over there. That's right, mine. Yeah, have at. This is a self-service show. Drink as much or as little as you like. You mind opening that for me? Too? Yeah. I have weak hands, which is why um, my boyfriend over here is trying to take me to the gym. They just opened up at Planet Fitness. Yeah, having a weak grip's bad in your line of work. I know. Well, I mean, not for that, but I mean to open shit. But like, yeah, I get what you said. <laughs> Don't want anyone being like, what, what was with the limp wrist hand job? What's going on there? What, <laughs> does that girl have no grip strength? What's going on? Uh, I can do just fine in that line of stuff. But opening bottles, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> I mean, that's what they invented PAs for. Right. Make the PA open the bottle for you. <laughs> As long as you're doing your job, that's what their job is to make sure your bottles are open and then you're taken care of on set. Mission accomplished. Shit. I just became a PA on my own fucking show. God damn it. <laughs> just fuck it. Yeah, this is good. Let's see how this tastes. I mean, it's Jack and Coke. It's hard to fuck up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's good. Nice and sweet. What have you been doing with yourself up in Santa Barbara besides maybe getting back to the gym? Um relaxing going to the park going to the beach just kind of hanging out you know watching netflix that sort of stuff what sort of stuff on netflix there's like a few shows i just finished binging so i loved watching euphoria loved absolutely freaking love that and then i saw um there's this other show called insatiable with debbie ryan it's really good it didn't get a lot of seasons sadly but it was so freaking good yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. I love the fuck out of Euphoria, especially the second season when they're just like, oh, yeah, we're going full film nerd with this shit. Like, the f- did you hear about the fact that they're like, they had Kodak recreate some film stock that they liked? Yeah. Shoot it out? And it's like, I, I aspire to be that level of film nerd. Like, not only they're like, we're going to shoot on film. No, no, it has to be this specific film because that's how this looks. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really like the makeup in Euphoria too, all the glitter, the sparkles, and I love like the nightlife scene. The whole everything's like dark and like sparkly, like a like, it looks like a club all the time, you know, with the blue and the red and all that. And I like I don't know, just like everything about it, you know. No, it's it's a masterfully done show. Like I'm hoping that it has many, many, many seasons to come. I agree. Yeah, I hope so. They do a good job of building drama. Everyone's at, doing a great job of acting, like it's some tragic shit. Like, just if that's like, like real life being a teenager like these days, it's like <laughs> it oh. was not even anything like that for me. That was just some crazy shit for me. That was like, whoa. Like, I was a good girl in high school. I mean, maybe drink a little, but I would never do anything that crazy. I mean, that was like, I don't know, euphoria was some crazy shit. Well, it's almost, it's a awful. lot of it was relatable, but I'd say most of it was just overblown. At least for me. That's for me. I'm sure that is not the typical the typical high school. No, kids. not at all. Otherwise, the whole world. Oh yeah, mm. they need some therapy. But like Zendaya and Hunter Schaefer, my favorite. They're like my favorite actresses for sure. I feel kind of bad for like the dude who plays Nate Jacobs because like when Euphoria eventually ends, 
what the fuck is that guy going to do for his career? He's so fucking good in that role. I know. Yeah. It was great. So it's just like, he is going to be fucking typecast. Well, you know, before that, he did another The Kissing Booth series, which is like a teen, a teen chick flick, which I really liked. But um, I feel like, I don't know, after seeing him in Euphoria, I see him in a totally different light. Like before he's like chick flick, teen drama. And now he went from that to like the dark side of like, I'm Mr. Like angry, going through shit type of guy. And it's like. Whoa. Well, apparently, we've become the Euphoria episode of Now We Drink because we're just going to continue deep diving on Euphoria for probably the next hour or so. But background that they've painted for that character, just like why he's fucked up. Yeah. Like, that's some serious fucking trauma. He needs a lot of therapy. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. A lot, a lot. And the problem is, a character like that will never realize it. Yeah. So, there's something, no, this is just how life is. <laughs> well, well, thankfully, it's just acting. Right. <laughs> Really good acting, really convincing acting. Like, if I saw him on the street, I'd be like, I don't know, he just seems like Nate. He's just a Nate. Well, until he opens his mouth and has a British accent, because he's British in real life, so. Really? Yeah. You know, a lot of these guys, a lot of these people who are British, you would never know it, because, like, they sound so, like, Americanized, like, normal. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's crazy. Did you ever watch The Wire? I don't think so. Okay, it, it is one of the all-time great crime dramas. And, like, more than half the cast is fucking British. And they're all playing, like, you know, inner-city gangsters in a oh. lot of cases. So it's just, like, they got the Baltimore accent down. And then all of a sudden, like, you're seeing the BTS. Uh, well, yeah. And this is how it's, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, you got the British and the Australians and the English. And you just, they all sound, like, American when they're actually in the shows and the movies. And then in person, I'm like, damn, I did not expect them to sound like that. Like, and you know, when they're not acting. Like, wow. But on the flip side, like. The amount of Americans that go over and play Brits is just so low. And half the time, it's just like, that's a really bad accent. I mean, yeah, I don't know. With the exception of Tessa Thompson, which I, when I first saw her play Valkyrie, I'm like, oh, she was born in Oakland? Holy shit. Yeah, I love that character. I love that. Do you see the new Thor? Not the new one. Not yet. No. You're not missing all that much. Oh, okay. It was just okay. Yeah. Like Ragnarok was great. Uh, Love and Thunder. Yeah. I heard a lot of stuff about that. It was just one of those things where, like, Christian Bale is just wildly overacting. And it's just, I don't know, part of it was the fact that they had some very serious plot points and then just tried to keep interjecting comedy into, like, various serious. And it's just, like, tonally, it's, like, it's all over the fucking place. Right. It's, like, isn't it supposed to be, like, an action movie? And here there is all this comedic stuff, which is fine. But I feel like most of it shouldn't be comedic, you know. Well, it's an action movie. With, with Ragnarok, they made it work. Right, I think Ragnarok... Right. That was good. It was great. I don't think it fits into the MCU very well, but I think as a standalone movie, it's fucking amazing. Right, right. I agree. Because it's one of those things where, like, tonally, you already had Thor established in a bunch of other, car- in a bunch of other movies, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, Thor's super jokey all of a sudden. <laughs> like, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. It's just, you already have an established character. You can't, like, 180 them like that. Right, right. And I, I've been led to believe that you want to do some mainstream acting as well. I do, actually. Um, so how I got into this industry is actually, so I was a stripper before this whole thing happened during COVID. And I had a friend reach out to me who's also in the industry. Um, he was super nice. And uh, he was like, hey, have you ever thought about doing porn? And at first I was like, I don't know. Like at first I was like, taboo, I've never done it, don't know what to think kind of thing. But um, And then lockdown happened. All the strip clubs were closed. I was like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? I'm going to run out of money. So I was like, well, shit, it's either porn or bagging groceries or 
Who you knows? Rob why? A bank. why didn't you rob a bank? Come on. <laughs> You're right. Right, right. But um <laughs> You got a getaway car, you could have had the like, missed opportunity. Right, right. Didn't think of it. But um Life. Yeah, so he reached out to me and I was like, I don't know what I'm you know, I don't, I don't know. But I was like so then that happened. I was like, okay, well, you know what? Shit, I'll try it out. If I don't like it, I'll never do it again. Just like a one and done type of thing. And I started doing it and I was like, well, shit, this isn't at all what I expected. It's even better. Like, this is fun. I mean, you're getting paid to like fuck hot people and you're having fun. You're meeting cool people, going to cool parties. I mean, it's great. It's a really great way to make money. You know, it's it's awesome. I love what I do. I know a lot of other performers that came from working as house girls into the industry. And one of the nice things is, Though you may be having a bunch of sex on film, it's only like 20 dudes that really are the steady male talent. Right, right, right. And it's a controlled environment where like a strip club isn't necessary. No, a strip club is a lot more drama, a lot more stuff. I mean, most of the clubs that I worked at are very nice, but there is occasional bad nights where there can be drama, but that's with any job. There can be things going wrong, you know, but I would say like porn is so nice because you know what to expect. You're getting paid the same amount each time. You know, you know what you're going to get when you get there. You know, it's all good. And there's people around. Make sure everything's okay. You know, there's all that. So it's great. And a strip club, while I love it, love it, love it, love it, it's definitely different. You have to actually, like, really hustle to get what you want. Part of me loves hustling. I don't know. I can't choose between stripping and porn. I feel like I like both because the stripping gives me the confidence. You know, I feel sexy. You know, I drink. I'm out there partying, dancing to songs that I like meeting lots of new cool people and all that. but And then the porn is like, well, okay, here's a day I don't have to drink. I don't have to go out because drinking is a lot of fun, but you can't do it every single night. Wait, you can't? I mean, I did for the longest time. But, um, um, wait, wait, wait a minute. You, you can't drink every night? I can and I have, but I'm trying to be I, I, semi-healthier. So I might drink a few times a week now. I've I, definitely I'm, toned I'm confused it by the statement. I, I'm very confused by this. St- well, I don't know. I, I don't think you're a doctor. I'm I'm skeptical of your. Oh, oh I'm yeah. skeptical so, of, oh. of, of, of <laughs> your. You can't drink every. You can. Hey, but I don't know. Just for me personally, I would feel like oh, I'd feel like shit the next day. So I feel like for me, I drink more. Balance. You just got to drink more. Oh, you know, maybe you're right. You know, you, you have a hangover. They say the cure is have another drink. You're exactly. right. Just a little hair of the dog. You'll be fine. Exactly. See. You're just a quitter. You're like, I can't. You know what? You're day. right. You're right. You're right. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. You know I what? Hit the mic. <laughs> hit the mic with my drink. <laughs> no, I, I. On a serious note, I understand that. Like, no, yeah. Being out there, like, phys- yo, know, stripping is physically demanding work. It's amazing, but I like to have like a healthy balance now. Now that I'm doing porn more, because before it was just the stripping and that was it. That was all I had as my income, which is great, but I had to really, really work and hustle, which is fine. But at, at a point you get burnt out and you're just like, shit, I wish there was some other income I had. So I started robbing porn. banks. <laughs> yeah. It's right there in front. They're everywhere. They oh, just are. Yeah. You could just I mean, rob. maybe in the 1920s, you know, Bonnie and Clyde, I could have totally done that. But I mean, now there's cameras, you know, now there's they all They invented these things called masks. They're forced oh, us to wear them. Right. That's true. That's true. They're forced yeah. us to wear them <laughs> to rob them, obviously. <laughs> right. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Missed opportunities. You had two full exactly. years of like mandatory indoor masks. It's like, oh, hey, no one's going to question that I'm wearing a mask. Give me your fucking money. Right. Totally. It's okay, Keely. When monkeypox locks us back indoors, 
you can go back to bank robbing or art <laughs> bank robbing, not go back hey, to who it. Who knows? Yeah. Hey, when you're on the FBI's most wanted, be like, I knew her when. <laughs> Look at how famous she is now. She's on the top 10 most wanted list. Shit. Funny. With your time in the club, you got to have a couple wild stories. I say for the most part, everything's pretty chill and normal and fun, but wild, like, define wild because I don't Just know. like to the average person, like, holy shit, that's crazy. Or just some patron going out of fucking control. Another house girl going, just take a step back because I know when you're living it, it's like, this is life. This is this is the kind of shit that happens. When If you were to like pre-sex work life, see it on a big screen, be like, that's fucking nuts. That's a captivating story. Holy shit, what the fuck? Okay. There's got to be a couple what the fuck moments. Every performer I know who's ever worked in a strip club has a couple of them. You got me. Okay, <laughs> one time there's this bachelor party. There was like, what, four guys. There was no girls because obviously it's bachelor party, dudes, whatever. So they... The two dudes, they get on stage. The one getting married gets on stage next to his friend. They start stripping and they start dancing. And then the bar, you know, what's this, the security and all them, they try to kick him out. But then me and my friends, we were drinking to have a good time. We're like, no, no, let him fucking stay. He's having a good time. Clearly, you know, let him do his thing. And so they let him do his thing for maybe a minute or two. And then he's like, all right, all right, you got to go off stage. You got to go because obviously... And then another dancer had to dance and she was pissed. Like she was like so mad. Like she wasn't even having a good time. She was like mad that she couldn't go on stage. And I'm like, this is his bachelor party, you know, just like chill. I'm even sure for was, a minute. Yeah, I'm sure minute. she was just thinking about her money. She's just like, ah, that's probably it. Like, those are my stage tips that I'm not fucking getting. These fat motherfuckers on stage are getting my goddamn right, tips. Right. <laughs> but I mean, every other night it's fine. But like sometimes there's things that happen and, you know, people want to have a good time, get up on stage, you know. If you're an unbothered queen and you don't care, then it's like that shows that you're getting your money and you don't care because it's going to come afterwards anyways, you know. And obviously if those dudes are allowed to stay, they're having a good time. Yeah, exactly. People having a good time spend. Yeah, right. Don't kill the vibe, you know. No one wants to like open up their walls and be like, oh, I'm having such a good time watching two dudes get 86 out of the fucking <laughs> Like, man, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were gone within like a, just a few minutes, so. No crazy backstage drama either? Okay, well, I've had multiple occasions, not just a few, but multiple occasions where guys would like, I would give them a lap dance, I'm at the VIP back there, and they just feel like it's okay to randomly whip their dick out. And that happens, I can't tell you how many times I'm giving a dance to a guy, and he's just like, oh, you know what, I'm just going to whip my dick out, because that's totally okay to do that. And so they would just do that and be like, no, 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 put it away, put it away, you can't do that here. And they tried a couple more times, and then, hey, if they do it again, you're like, you're gone, dude. Two strikes, you're out. I, I sometimes How's give people... Strikes? Okay, so it really depends. Like, if I'm having a good time, the guy seems chill and friendly. Look, I'm very, I'm a very nice, forgiving person, so I might give you a one chance. Some guys, I won't give any chances because I, I just know them and I know... I mean, I, I feel you know? like you are no longer a cool or chill person the minute your penis comes out unsolicited. I agree. Like, usually I would kick him out like that, you know, but... When you're drinking, you kind of just like, you're just like, whatever, you know? Well, and I understand it's work. It's like, if I, this dude gets 86, there goes my dance money. There goes. But the thing is, if they're tipping a lot, I might let it slide a little bit, you know? But after the, if they do it again, I'm like, okay, you're gone. But if they're not tipping, they're just kind of like chilling there, whip it out. I'm like, bye. <laughs> you know, you're like your time, your dance is over. Dudes, don't pull your dick out at the strip club. Like, just don't. Just don't do it. We don't, don't like it. No, but no. Nobody, Nobody wants, wants to see your dick. Obviously, 
Nobody wants to see your dick. Otherwise, you wouldn't be at the strip club. You'd be off fucking somebody. <laughs> Nobody wants to see your dick. Nobody. Exactly. That that sort of shit is my, just mind-boggling to I me. Mean, like, the idea of, like, whipping your dick out of the club or, I mean, just the thirsty, weird shit people send in girls' DMs, shit like that. Like, Oh, I have some crazy DMs. So the other day on Twitter, oh, my God, you're not going to believe this. I mean, you have proof. I, I can. I'm not going to pull it up unless I want to expose the person. Well, I mean, but... you can show me. We're not going to put it on camera. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying if it's so crazy, I don't believe it. I, you could give me Okay, proof. so I had this guy. He was like in some other country. I don't know. Maybe it was India or something. And this guy, he's like long, long, long ass messages in my Twitter DMs. And he's like, hey, um, I'm like a big fan of you, Keely. And like, that's normal, obviously. Like, keep reading, keep reading. He's like, oh, I'm so sad. I'm going through all this shit. And like, I, I feel for this guy. You're really starting to feel for him. He's like, you know what? I was thinking like, I want you to just come over here and I, w- I want you to marry me and stuff. And he's like, oh, I'm going through so much. How can I, how can I get into the industry or how can I? And like, just the amount of, whoa, he sensed was just like, I just can't read all this. Like, I'm sorry. So I just said, look, congratulations on whatever that was or sorry that happened to you. Have a nice day. And I was just like out of the DMs. I was like, that's it. <laughs> See, that that seems pretty mild in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I mean. You're going to get a lot of that over the course of your oh, career. Hell, yeah. I get dudes trying to slide into my DMs. Like, how do I get in the industry? Like, it's like, I don't know how to help you. I don't want to help you. It's just I don't know what to do. It's just I mean the real thing. the real answer is find someone who's willing to fuck you on camera. If you can start performing, or get an OnlyFans account, well, yeah. an OnlyFans, you know, right. start jerking off on OnlyFans. There you go. You're in the industry now. Boom. Look at that. And if people see your stuff and they like it, they're like, oh, I want to see this person. Then congrats, you know. But don't come to me because it's like I. Some of us worked to get here. Well, I mean, I had someone reach out to me to get into the industry. So I am thankful. I probably wouldn't have gotten into it otherwise because I had someone who knew somebody who messaged me. So I'm lucky in that sense. But if you really want to get into it, start an OnlyFans or, I don't know, make friends with somebody who's in the industry and, you know, go to parties or something. But don't and ask me because I don't know not how to help creep. you. Exactly. Like, I have these guys, he just like, am I big enough what, for porn? And he'll just, like, send me a sticker. I'm just like, dude, just just no. You know that's a crime <laughs> in California, right? Really? Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Just people just sending unsolicited genitals? Oh, yeah, that's a crime these days. So what do they do? I have no idea how well it's enforced, but it's a crime. Yeah, probably not enforced. But, I mean, if I had a dollar for every, I'd, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> that's a lot of dicks. See, I feel like maybe not a million exactly, but I'm exaggerating. But I've had quite I would have quite a few, at least a few thousand dollars or something. It makes me long for a time. We used to have a segment on the show with when I had a female co-host where we used to rate everything about the dick pic but the dick from all the dick pics in her DM. Oh, like the angles, the, the lighting, angles, all the that. lighting. Oh, that's like, so funny. That's that's cool. The fucking you know, costuming choices or lack thereof. So that's like the petty shit. And I'm so petty, so I love petty shit. That's funny. I mean, we wouldn't even give them a name because we don't even want them recognition. We'd be like, this dude. And it, yeah. Like, I remember we had one where the dude, it was obviously a public toilet. Yeah. Like, obviously a urinal, like Ooh. a stall. And he had stripped fucking naked and like folded his clothes and put it on the toilet to take this dick pic. Like, the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, the fuck? Who does that? Who, Who is so desperate to send a dick pic that they're going to strip naked in a public restroom? 
and then fold the clothes, put it on the toilet to take this dick pic. Like, the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, you gotta have, you need, sounds like that do need therapy. Probably. And more. <laughs> for the fuck's sake, for anyone who's just sending unsolicited dick pics, like, you probably need therapy. Because what are you hoping to accomplish? Right. There's nothing to do. No one has a penis that is so beautiful that you're like, oh my God, I'm going to leave my boyfriend, give up my career just for that dick. It's so beautiful. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't exist. I know. It's like the amount of guys that think that we're going to, I mean, well, how do you think we're going to react to that? Like, what do you expect? You haven't done this a hundred times to already know the reaction. I'm like, oh, well, this is the 300th girl I've done this to. Maybe, maybe she'll react differently. Like, dude, get a clue. At least ask. You know, one time I had a guy ask. I'm like, well, that, at least he tried. You know, points to him for trying. He's like, is it cool if I send you a dick pic? I figured I would ask. Not that I would want to see one, but hey, props to him for at least trying to ask, you know, before consenting. You're like, like, you're another human being. Can, do you consent to this? Like, I like that. Consent is hot. I like that. I'm assuming you said no. Of course. <laughs> I'm like, thank you for asking consent, but the answer is still no, hun. <laughs> Why? Like, honestly, I feel like that is one of the worst parts about the modern industry is having to deal with social because social media is so much part of the job, and then just having to deal with the bullshit that comes with it. Right, right. One of my friends who's not even a performer, just you know, hot internet girl, opened up her DMs for like you know one of those like ask me a question anonymously things, and some dude's like, "Can I suck the eggs out of your out of your ovaries?" Like, oh my god, that is like. Ugh. Yeah. What's wrong with people? You know, even before I was doing sex work and porn and stuff, and I used to work as a waitress and all of that, like many years ago, and I would have guys that reach out to me, sending me the same shit. Obviously, I'm getting that, but on a much larger scale. So at some point, it gets kind of annoying. And I think people need to realize, look, we don't need your dick pics. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. No, we just need your money. Exactly. You know, subscribe to the OnlyFans, you know, do all that. Right. Come out to the feature gigs. Right. Oh, speaking of, oh my gosh. So I had the most wonderful time in New York at Sapphires. It was amazing. So my feature gig, I believe it was on the, I don't know, it was like not too long ago, just maybe less than a week ago or something, but it was amazing. Like I went, in the, I went out there to New York. I was in this beautiful hotel I was staying at the Refinery 39. So if you guys are in NYC or Manhattan and want to go to that hotel, it's so amazing. Fancy as hell. The food was marvelous. I went to Parker and Quinn, had the most wonderful omelet in the morning. And the um, Sapphires 39 was so amazing. Like the food was great. The drinks were great. Like I had champagne with strawberries. Like I had the time of my life. And thank you guys to whoever came for all of you guys who came out to um, Sapphires, because I had I had a lot of fun. Good to do anything else in New York besides have a good omelet? Mm. Well, you see, I didn't really have a lot of time there. I had to come and go. It was basically like a day and a half because I had to fly in. I had to do um, a photo shoot in Vegas um, for the promo pics and some other content for OnlyFans and all that shit. So, And then after that, a few hours later, the plane flight was like at least five hours. So it's like half the time was on the plane flight and then I got there and then I had to eat, go to the hotel, kind of relax, unpack from the jet lag, you know, shower, relax. Then I had to sleep because obviously who doesn't sleep after they're tired from a fucking five-hour plane ride, you know? 
That's what the plane's for. You sleep on the plane. Exactly. I could hardly sleep on the plane. It's so uncomfortable. Like, you know, my half my life I spent sleeping or partying or posting Instagram pics and shit. Trying to do the equation half, half, half. That's a lot of math. Oh, and working and doing porn and stripping, obviously. So it's a mixture between that. But I mainly sleep because I like to sleep. Well, hopefully we can make it through the whole podcast without you falling asleep on us. Oh, I'm not tired. I had 12 hours of sleep. I woke up at 12 o'clock this afternoon and went to bed at midnight last night. So I'm well rested. Well, what's crazy is uh, I don't know how real this is. I'm a vampire. <laughs> that, wow. You must be one of those new Twilight vampires because I definitely saw you during daylight. I, oh, the yeah. record, well, you know, I have one of those. I see this necklace right here. Yeah, it's like Amazon, but it totally works for that daytime shit. Oh, it's some full-on like First Blade movie shit. Yeah. We're like, oh, we're just wearing sunscreen. It's okay for us to be in the day. We're wearing sunscreen. We're high SPF. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This has it all in there. That's got to be the worst to be a ginger vampire. Like you just instantly the sun comes out. Poof. Oh, well, you'd be surprised. There's some powers in this thing right here. Oh, yeah. For the audio audience. Protects me. Hm. The audio audience. It's some cherries around her neck. I love cherries. So I'm thinking, I don't know what I should do for Halloween this year. Are you going to dress up? I mean, I'm across that bridge if I'm still alive by then. You look a, not a day older, 27. Well, lying will get you far in life. <laughs> I, I see the stripper practice at work. Like, oh, honey, you don't look a day older. Huh? Oh, let me go get my wallet real quick. Like, No, no, but I'm for real. Like, what's your skincare routine? You don't have really any wrinkles or nothing. How old are you? 41. Ah, no, really? Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Wow. What, the grays don't give it away? I mean, some people can dye their hair gray, but like your face, like you have a baby face. You don't have like any wrinkles, really. Like, no, I'm just losing my fucking hair, though. Honestly, same. Well, that's because I dye it so much, but you know. Yeah, I'm just doing it the old fashioned <laughs> just fucking right. male pattern baldness. Hey, it's in fashion. <laughs> I, thank you, Leonardo DiCaprio, for making dad bods cool. Like, <laughs> Hey, it's cool. It's in, you know. The amount of women who are like, oh, yeah, no, I, I want a bigger dude that they you know, to cuddle with. I don't want all those abs. I'm like. Yeah. Right. You want something that you can actually squish and hug. You don't want something that's just kind of like stiff and like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, Well, I mean, part of you want part of it to be stiff. Right. You want a little bit of balance. Like I said earlier, everything's all about the balance, you know. For sure. And I'm very thankful that that is in fashion now. And then younger chicks are just like, oh, yeah, no, no, I want an older dude who's a little out of shape. I'm like, hey, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm wildly immature. Sorry, like put me on the roster. <laughs> right. Sign me up. I'm here. I am here for it. Right. Like, thank you. Thank you, fucking 2022. Thank you for, like, me being in better shape and attractive when that was cool. And now that I'm, you know, in shit shape, it's like, oh, hey, that's still cool. Yay. Aging like fine wine. Doesn't it feel great to be on trend all the time? Well, not fully on trend. I am still a metalhead. So it was still like. Well, you know, rock and roll is definitely making a comeback. I don't know about I, you, but I love rock. And I feel like there's a lot of people, especially on TikTok, doing like rock music and stuff. Like, What's a newer band that's like actually out there? I mean, there's Greta Van Fleet. There's. There's there's a few, you know. Mac would uh, Fleetwood Mac just came back recently after. Yeah, I mean, they've been new, back. They, they've not been a new band. I know, but the fact that the genre is coming back, TikTok literally has made a lot of older songs from the eighties, nineties, seventies, and sixties very popularized again, well, which is great. Because I love fucking Stranger, Stranger Things made fucking Metallica. Oh, I love that show. Oh my god, it made Master of Puppets chart again. But at the end of the day, the the genre will only evolve if new acts come forward and evolve the genre. 
I get it. If, yeah. if it's all just old acts putting out new music, that's great. Eventually, they're going to be too old to fucking tour. Not everyone can be the fucking Rolling Stones and be like, push us out on stage in our wheelchairs. We'll still do this shit. Well, I get it. Yeah. I, I just love rock. I feel like it's making a comeback, or maybe I just want it to be, but I feel like it is a little bit. Who are your bands? Who are you? So, all right. So, my favorites, obviously, I like Eric Clapton, Jimi Hendrix. Um, I like Depeche Mode. Freaking love Depeche Mode. Pearl Jam. I actually went to see Pearl Jam and Dana Point about a year ago. It's freaking amazing. Like, so good. Um, I like uh, Nine Inch Nails. Head Like a Hole is one of my favorite fucking songs ever. Like, I would dance to that shit at the club and people would be like, damn, like they wouldn't even expect that. So it's like, because I know a lot of club music, like I can totally fuck with hip hop. Like I can twerk, I can do all that. But what do I really feel like in my soul? It's rock. And I feel like as a dancer, when you're dancing to something and you feel it, people are going to notice and they're going to want to tip you and they're going to feel that you're feeling it. So they're going to feel good, you know? And so I feel like it's important for you to pick a song that you really vibe to. Hell yeah, hell yeah. But every one of those acts is 30 plus years old. I don't give a fuck. There's no age limit on music. There's no expiration date on music because it is not milk. You hear me? It's there is expiration milk. dates on musicians, though. I highly disagree. Oh, no, no, no. Their, <laughs> their art will live on forever. Oh, yeah. But eventually, they're going to age out, out of live performances or they're just going to fucking die. Fucking poor Lemmy has been dead six, seven years now. Well, I mean, I don't go to, like, concerts very often, but I have to say, I will still blast that music. I will still listen to it, and I don't care how old it is, but... Oh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I listen to almost every artist you'd name there. I'm just saying, for the genre to thrive... To I get it. There's got to be new people. Yeah. So, hey, if you're out there and you like rock, go ahead, like, freaking listen to it. Start a band, you know, like, if you're listening to this. Like, I love rock music, so... I'll send you a titty pick if you have really good rock music and you come out as a band. <laughs> one tit I love for one rock. track. You heard <laughs> right, it, folks. Right. Make rock great again. Well, and we were talking a little bit before you got on air that, like, you guys are starting up doing some music, right? Yeah. I mean, I haven't had a lot of time, but uh, I know, like, my fiance plays guitar. He's really good at it. Uh, I sing every once in a while. I'm pretty, pretty good at it, but... um. Yeah, I just haven't had the time to do all that because, you you know, I got to sleep. I got to work and do all that. But what are your influences for the music you guys are creating? I love Fleetwood Mac. I love Lady Gaga. I love Adele. As far as me, like singers, I love Depeche Mode, you know, like all sorts of different shit. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. I just realized the biggest loophole in the offer you just made a moment ago, though. Huh? Your fiance plays music. You're just going to show him your tits. Like, oh, like, wow. Oh, yeah. Just fucking loopholed. Like, oh, hey, I can just show my fiance tits. He's going to make music. He's already seen them so many times, though. Well, is he tired of them? Is no, he tired of, of them? Of not. <laughs> See, off my key is shaking his head. Oh, no. okay. Do you, do you want me to like flash him right now? I mean, that is your call. Okay. Well, I mean, you're going to censor them anyway. So, yep. And the there tits are go. out, folks. And we now have some Patreon exclusive yeah. content. <laughs> now you have to go right, man. Right, exactly. Where's your band? Where's your band, babe? When am I going to hear you play live? <laughs> Putting the guy who can't defend himself on mic on the spot. I know, right? We're horrible. We're horrible. I know. I'm such a horrible person. <laughs> it's okay. 
By the way, I never asked you. What's your sign? Aquarius. Oh, shit. So is he. And I'm all, I'm a Leo. Ah. What's your birthday? Are, are you trying to dox me on my own show? Not at all. If you don't want to say that information. No, no. It's, totally it's, on, my, it's on my IMDb. Okay, okay. February 9th. Okay. Mine is August 5th and his is January. Can I say it? Or do you not care? Yes, if I can say it. Okay, so my uh, fiance's birthday is January 27th. So I love Zodiacs. I try not to base everything off of it, but I do find it's pretty damn accurate with some stuff. Ah, uh, he's like, nah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. Some of it's accurate, some of it's not. Some of it's just human Yeah, nature. yeah, whatever. It's a good icebreaker. And I don't know. I just find myself getting along with fire signs and air signs. That's just what it is. Crazy, like. Aqua's in the fucking name. It's goddamn air sign. Like, why? Why? Why do you got to? It's like, why is it not a water sign if it's Aquarius? Yeah. Aqua. Like, I don't get it. Forever. Forever. One knows less educated. I was like, what do you mean I'm an air sign? Aqua's in the fucking name. Right. Right. Like Leo, the lion. You know, I got naturally curly hair. So you can tell that I'm a Leo. And just like a female lion, you're out there hunting. You know? Exactly. I'm hunting to see who has the biggest wallet. <laughs> I mean, that's, that is the appropriate prey. Right. Pounce, grab that shit. And who doesn't love a good party, you know? I like to party quite a bit, so. What kind of partying are you doing in, like, your real life? What do you? So, I I usually like to go out with some friends, you know, go to house parties, go to clubs, go to bars, drink, you know, like, dance. So, you know, just the normal, regular shit. I'm just being a normal 20-something. Right, right. I'm enjoying of, I just turned 25. And I literally, I'm so happy, but I don't feel like my age. I feel like a lot younger. Like, I don't have a lot of experience with stuff. Like, I don't know how to drive, first of all. I don't even have a license because, like, you know what? I have my man over there. He can drive me anywhere I want to go. So I don't have to worry about getting anywhere. So it's like. Do you ever wake up in the middle of the night like, yo, ice cream now. Let's go. Oh, Yeah. He does it. He gets it from me all the time. And sometimes he's like, I don't want to go. It's three o'clock in the morning. I told you to answer wake me up and shit like that. But yeah. You just hit him and send him on his way. Sometimes I get my way. Sometimes I don't. But if it's three o'clock in the morning, chances are he's not going to take me to get my ice cream or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, can you really blame him? It is kind of late, you know, when you're just waking up, you know. Well, especially in the modern era where there is Uber Eats or whatever. Exactly. Just like, no, no, no. Just send someone. Pay too much and send some dude to bring it. Right, right. It's one of those things where, like, I'm fucking old and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the thing. I, I do it all the fucking time. But it, in conversation, it's like, oh, I'll go make a run for that. I don't run for that shit. I always have it fucking delivered. Honestly, unless I'm starving, I feel like I could just live until the next day and be like, forget it. I should just fast anyway. It's it's keto, so I guess it's healthier. By the way, we're we're trying to be keto. That's part of our healthy diet we're doing. I'm mainly having... You can't do that with fucking drinking Coca-Cola. Okay, well, okay. So basically, I'm I'm like half keto. I'm trying to be keto. So I'm trying to cut out the sugar. I just found this really good milk called Rebel Milk. You're drinking fucking Coke. I know, but like I could only pour a tiny bit of it in there. But I feel like low carb, low sugar. Not zero, but low. So keto is... Mainly, it's mainly meat and cheese and low carb, low sugar. Are you like pissing on the ketosis strips and all that shit? Am I what? Pissing on the ketosis shit. So, I mean, part of doing keto is your body goes into ketosis. Yeah. 
So you have to measure the ketogens in your blood by like pissing on a strip. I haven't quite gotten there yet, but I'll, I will order some of those wherever Amazon has them. Get those. So yeah, because interesting. I didn't know there was like a way to measure all yeah, yeah, that stuff. So if you're not in ketosis, it doesn't matter how much you're fucking doing the diet. Okay. Well, point is, I'm trying. So for those of you out there, I don't know everything, but I'm trying to learn more about ketosis and keto, and, I, and I'm trying to go keto and get healthy. Yeah, because so. you, you definitely have to measure that shit because the way the way keto works is normally your body burns carbohydrates for energy. Right, right. So ketosis, when you're in ketosis, your body burns fat for energy. Oh, okay. But yeah, if you're not good. in ketosis, your body goes back to like, no, I'm going to burn carbs. Okay. It's kind of like being on a hybrid that you know you'd plug in where it's like, Oh, if I'm in ketosis, I'm running on electric. But if I'm out of electric or it's not set up properly, I'm running on gas. Oh, it's a cool way to look at it. You got to make sure that you're actually in ketosis. Otherwise, it doesn't matter like how much meat and cheese you eat. You'll still right. pack on the pounds because your body's like, I run on carbs, dog. Interesting. Obviously, I'm not practicing that. but <laughs> I'm trying. I'm not quite there yet, but I am, I'm trying. Hey, you'll get there. You'll get there. But it, I've heard... It occasionally happens to people some of the horror stories, like you'll get like the keto flu, like you'll get flu-like symptoms when you first go into ketosis. Really? It can happen. It doesn't necessarily have to happen. Okay. Because yeah. your body's like, uh, I got 25 years of running on carbs, man. Um, what's happening here? Uh, this ain't right. Um, um, and then your body just reacts. Eventually you get over it. Your body eventually figures it out. It's like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be eating fats for energy. Okay. But there's, there's a bunch of side effects when you initially, like, do it, potentially. Right. I guess that's understandable when your body does something new. It's like you're going to go into a little bit of a shock, for sure. Our bodies don't like changes. That's why it's, like, especially as you get older, harder to lose fucking weight. Because your body's like, no, nah, man, this is what we weigh. <laughs> You've done too much exercise. You need to put those calories back in because this is what we weigh, man. Oh, well, I have high metabolism, so it's working for now, but yeah. Well, you're 25. You can get away with that shit. That's true. That's true. Eventually, your body will be like, "Oh, this is what we weigh." So, you know, we're gonna we're we might have a starvation soon. So, just we need to pack on the pounds to be safe. Right. I'm gonna try my best to be as healthy and hot as I can be forever. So, it's a good goal. Of course, you live in Southern California. Like that is the goal of most Southern Californians. Either you got to be hot forever, or exceptionally funny or rich. Like, True, yeah, your yeah. three options. Hey, why not all three? If you can try, I'm I'm, I'm not funny because you know women aren't funny. <laughs> Some women are funny. Right. Yeah. It's hard to find. But I don't think I'm funny. Don't sell yourself short. Right. Right. But there are definitely funny women. Like, that, that's horrible to say there aren't funny women. Oh, you know, I have a dark sense of humor and a dry sense of humor. So if you didn't catch that. You're in the right place for dark sense of humor. Don't worry. Sweet. She can get real dark on here. Real dark. <laughs> I may I may have, you know, made... Yeah, terminal cancer joke or two in my day. You know, you know these things happen. These things happen. Oh, that went down the wrong pipe. Oh, oh, are you good? I'm, I, apparently, I told you I may not make it to October. So, oh, well. If I die, just lock up on the way out. <laughs> You'll be fine. Well, yeah, I'll be I'll dead. I, I'll stop of... caring. So, for Halloween, what are you thinking of dressing up as? I was thinking either poison ivy, black widow. Um, or maybe like strawberry shortcake, but like a slutty, sexy version. I don't know yet, but there's so many to choose from. And it's so hard, but I know it for sure. I'm either going to go as a redhead character or a blonde. I mean, I can just buy wigs and shit, but like, I don't know. I don't know you can buy wigs? 
Yeah, yeah, Amazon, you know, cosplay. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Or you can just go to Party City, obviously. You can go anywhere to get anything you want. Most stuff you want is on Amazon or Party City. Well, I'm talking about Halloween costumes. Amazon? Yeah, Amazon. Right. Just fucking around. Yeah, of course. course. (laughs) I love Amazon. They have so much shit. I love it. They do. And I, I shop there all the fucking time. And I know I am just supporting evil. I am just supporting fucking evil. I know, right? It's so bad. It's so bad to support Amazon because they just have too much good stuff. And their return policy is just too good. Yeah, because they literally don't care. They just, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Doesn't work? Yeah, we'll refund you. We'll replace it. We don't care. I literally had a hard drive die or dying. And they're like, oh, we'll just send you a new one. Just send us back the, ne- the old one in like a month or so. It's cool. Amazon's just so awesome. <laughs> I just wish they were less of a shitty company. Hey, well, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not going to stop shopping there. Don't don't give me Me neither. I'm never going to. I am a giant hypocrite when it comes to this. Like, yes, I definitely think you should be treating your fucking warehouse workers better. Oh, yeah. They they shouldn't have to pee in bottles or worry about getting fired when they need to take a fucking leak. Doesn't that happen mainly in like uh, Europe or something? Or I feel like that. No, no, that definitely happens here. Oh, shit. Well, hmm. Yeah. News to me. Yeah, yeah if that's, that's why a lot, and that's awful. That's like why a lot of the warehouses are unionizing. Oh yeah, yeah. Because of the fucking conditions. Because yeah. they're like, oh, you have to turn out and pick this many items per hour. We don't care how you do it. Right, right. So it it's some shit conditions. But at the end of the day, if I need a fucking battery, where the fuck am I going to buy a battery? Like, right, right. Or the amount of places of brick and mortar that they've just put out of business at this point it's like fuck i have no choice right radio shack doesn't exist anymore for a lot of like little electronic shit and your only choice for a fucking week is like party city and then like lord knows what's even available party city when you get anywhere close to fucking halloween (laughs) like that's just picked fucking bone dry yeah the way of the world unfortunately it's it's a sad state of affairs yeah there's a lot of shit going on but at least we can have fun have a drink we can do what we can, whatever. By giving Amazon more money? Fuck. I know. Fuck. <laughs> let me let me go place an order real quick. I just need to just just, just need one quick. Hmm? Just a little addicted. Just a little little addicted to ordering Amazon. Just a little. Oh, same, same, yeah. <laughs> what was the last thing you ordered from Amazon? I think it was like a crop top or some cables from my boyfriend's guitars or something. As usual. <laughs> like, eh, fashion or music. That yeah. Nice, nice. You're just going redhead or blonde for Halloween. That's Definitely. I mean, I've been blonde, I think, for 2019, 2018. No, no. I think it was either the beginning of 2019 or the ending of 2018. I started to go blonde. And I was blonde for me two years. And then I decided, well, you know what? I'm going to try being a redhead, you know? And I try, and I think I'm just addicted. Like, if I'm ever going to dye my hair again, I'm just going to, like, wear a wig or something. Because honestly, like, I love being a redhead. I just, I don't know, I just love the color. I just feel so beautiful, vibrant, you know? Like, a lot of people, you know, like Shakira and Britney Spears, I love them. They're so beautiful. But I think they're, like, natural brunettes. So it's, like, it's really cool to see somebody and they, they find their color. Obviously, they both look hot as a brunette, but... You know, when you just find your thing. And for me, I think, like, I'm a natural brunette. Like, I have brown hair. 
during the summer it can get a little lighter but it's more like brunette but i'd say this is my favorite color so far i like being a ginger hey, if you're having Whatever fun with it fucking do it it's your life why would you exactly i like to be vibrant and colorful so you ever dyed your hair poorly once what color i tried to dye it green Green, holy shit, that's pretty. Cool. Oh no, it went really, really poorly. Oh, yeah? I was a fucking dumb kid. I didn't know I had to bleach it first. Oh my god! So I ended up pretty much dying my scalp green. Oh, so did it like 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 grass or something? It it did not look good. Like it was <gasps> pretty much my natural color, but you could see like green tinge to it, and my wow. scalp was like from here to like fucking green. Oof. Because I was a dumb kid. I was just like. Uh, you know, shit happens. Yeah. 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 No, there was no parental guidance on this. I just got into my head like, I'm going to dye my hair green. And <laughs> got the green hair get, hair dye and just did it and didn't realize that like, oh, and you have dark hair. You have to fucking bleach it first time. Right. Exactly. The first time I ever dyed my hair was thankfully in a salon. Thankfully. And I went blonde. And that was the first time I dyed my hair. So, yeah. But I would have to say I'm definitely going to stick with this. What made you decide to go blonde initially? Well, I mean, I was, I've always thought about it. Like, I wonder what I would look like as a blonde, you know, like I've always had brown hair. And while I like brown hair, I always felt like it wasn't like vibrant. So it wasn't really doing it for me. And I, I was bored. Life is short. Have fun. Dye your hair. So I was like, okay, let me try blonde. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. But um, yeah, I definitely like the red. <laughs> Did you like try wigs first and like sadly i did not because i didn't think of that it just didn't come to mind at the time but this was like 2019 like end of 2018 or something and i was like oh you know let me just go blonde so i did and i loved it it looked great but i think in the past year maybe year and a half i started to try out different wigs and stuff and i think it's really cool because you can really change your hair change your look and there's some really realistic looking wigs too also if you get a wig with bangs it doesn't really you can't really tell as much because of the hairline of wigs sometimes i find i don't know anything about wigs i suck at putting them on i had some pictures of me wearing them for some different cosplay stuff and i was like damn nobody told me that the glue it was just a mess but i mean yeah it's nice because you don't have to damage your hair you can just change it and you don't have to damage your hair so but yeah this year i'm definitely gonna go as I don't know yet, but definitely probably a ginger character, something sultry. Like, so I'm really torn between Jessica Rabbit and I don't know. You know, what? actually, I think I'm, I might just go as Jessica Rabbit just because I love the character. I love the aesthetic of it. And I just, I don't know. It's a hot, hot one. You going to dress him up as Roger? I don't know. I think he would look pretty cool. As, <laughs> he's like, nah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that would be that would be pretty cool. Then you guys could do some pictures of you doing patty cake. Come on. Oh, that's so true. We could do that. Yeah. Or maybe I can do Hollywood from Cool World. That would be so cool. I can just put on a blonde wig, purple dress, purple choker. I'd be like, fake cigarette because I don't smoke. But I can be like, or you know, I can use a blunt in my hand, some weed. You know, I can have like the choker and the the hair and everything. So, yeah. You a big weed smoker? Every now and then, I'm more like a social drinker, social smoker. I don't really do it alone, but yeah, if someone's offering it, I'd be like, okay, I'll have a couple hits. <laughs> nice, nice. And ever experiment with anything else, hallucinogens? No, actually. No? I mean, I've had shrooms like maybe once. So that's experimentation. That's true. Do you enjoy it? It was it was decent. I felt kind of chill and relaxed, but I don't know. I, I did it with alcohol, so I didn't. I don't know if I got the real effect or not but how much, do you have any idea how much you took 
It was like a strawberry cookies and cream flavor or something. It was like one of those chocolate bar ones. So I had a, like a little bit of it, but it, it didn't really do anything for me. So it was probably like probably. a full bar was probably an eighth. I didn't. That's I only had like a tiny little cube of it, so I didn't. Okay, really, yeah, the, probably didn't do it. I mean, that's like my that's like microdosing levels because ah, like okay. generally with the chocolate bars are generally about an eighth of shrooms in the whole bar, and they generally break into ten squares. So yeah, that that's not much. Okay, yeah, but like you should have gotten some like body euphoria. Like, oh, I got a little bit. I got a little woozy, and I felt good, but it wasn't really like what people talk about. If that makes sense, well, yeah, you really you got, get the full effect. You got a macro dose. Ah. You got to eat the whole chocolate bar. For next time. <laughs> I'll try that next time. Do it in a safe environment. If it's your first, like, real trip, mm-hmm. do it in a safe environment. But Oh, of course. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I go out in public tripping, so. You do, huh? Oh, yeah. Like, for real, for real? For real, for real. Damn. That's ballsy. Uh, I, I'm experienced. Uh-huh. Well, that definitely helps. Hell. Know what to expect. I think two out of the three last times I did a fair amount of shrooms, I was out in public. Uh, last year, some friends of mine dragged me to a pro wrestling show, and I'm not into wrestling. I was just going like it was. <laughs> it was one of those things where like you know, shit was just starting to open back up. I hadn't seen my guys in a minute. Right, right. Like I'll go be social at this thing that I don't even necessarily want to be at, but yeah, it's like want to see something my- to do. Right. You know, I definitely I'm the same way too. Like if I'm bored, there's nothing going on. I might just go out to something like that too. You know, like if. Someone invited me to, like, basketball or something. I'm not really into that. But I'm not into football either. But, I mean, if somebody invited me, I'm like, sure, yeah, let's go have a couple of beers and some hot dogs and let's chill. It's better than nothing. You can be staying at home watching The Simpsons or whatever, you know. So it's – which is fine. But sometimes you want to go out and actually do shit, you know. 100%. It's one of those things where, like, I tell myself whenever I'm debating if I want to go out or not. It's like, I know how – I know know how the night ends if I stay home. Yeah, you then never you get bored and you sleep and you're just like, well, that was lame. Right. You never know what, where the night will go if you go out. Life is short. You should have fun. Obviously, be safe as long as you're not hurting yourself or nobody else. It doesn't really matter. But just have fun and just enjoy life, you know? I agree. I agree. But once I got in the car with my buddies, one of my friends who was driving was like, oh, I heard you want mushrooms. It just tossed me a baggie. It's <laughs> funny. I'm like, all right, cool. And I probably ate. A little bit over an eighth, like just in the backseat, just um, 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 um. and we were driving all the way the fuck out to Riverside. Oh wow! So you were like probably tripping the whole time, huh? Uh, a good chunk of the trip, and oh, that's fun. I have that's found fun. I really enjoy being in cars tripping. Yeah, I like I like do being on the road anyways because we like to travel quite a bit. So I think just being on the road in the car just feels like at home to me. Like I don't know, I just like being on the road. Road trips are always fun. Or some of the best places you've gone to? So I'd have to say we've been like almost to all of the states. I would have to say. What I, are you missing? I'd have to say that California is probably my favorite state because I'm, maybe I'm just biased. I'm from here. I mean, I've seen everything here. But um, there are some pretty, pretty cool places. Okay, I'm lying. Tennessee, Nashville. I freaking love Nashville. I would live there in a heartbeat. You know, um, second choice, obviously. California, you know, Santa Barbara. You know, you got Big Bear, Tahoe, all these really wonderful places. California's got everything. You know, you got the snow, the mountains, the desert. You got the Mediterranean weather. You got almost everything you need, which is why they probably film movies and shows out here so much because you got so many different climates, so much stuff to offer. So it's great. And then uh, you got Florida. 
It's 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 nice, but it's not really my thing, you know. It's just like hot, muggy mosquitoes. I, I have to say that I love um, St. Augustine, um, and and some parts of um, I don't know. Sarasota is kind of cool, but I'd have to say what I live there probably not. But I, New York, beautiful. A lot of people though. Central Park, beautiful. Food, wonderful. Maybe I could live in New York, but I feel like I could just visit there because I'm just so comfortable with California, Santa Barbara, and LA. I just feel like this is my home because I've always lived here. And I just feel, I don't know, it's not just because I've lived here, because I know a lot of people that are from wherever they're from and they don't like it. So I understand that completely, but I have to say California is probably my favorite. Well, I live here for a reason. Like I've been to 45 fucking states and there's nowhere else in the states I would rather live than here. I mean, I chose to live here. Right. Yeah. There's plenty of places I love fucking visiting. Fucking love. I love visiting New Orleans. New Orleans is such a fucking blast. It's such an amazing city. It was such just rich history. Have you been? Yeah, actually, um, we went through there a few times. It's very hot and muggy, though. The the places well, there I don't are beautiful. Live there. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to live there because of the weather. Um, just too crowded, a lot going on, and I can't really relax there, so I don't really... Well, and God's trying to wipe it off the face of the earth, but... Right, yeah. But uh, we went to Key West. I went to Key West in Florida. It's beautiful. It's just so damn hot there, but, I mean, the food is wonderful. We had conch, key lime pie, like... The food is great. It is beautiful there. I love the history. Um, the homes are beautiful. It looks like, you know, a lot of people. So I have this picture online of me in front of a beautiful pink house in Key West. And everyone's like, oh, is that New Orleans? I'm like, no, it's Key West. But they have similar aesthetics. They're very cottage core, very old homes. And I, I'm really into that type of look. So, well, it's because at one point they were both, you know, Spanish colonies. Yeah, I love the architecture, all that. It's really pretty. But uh, yeah, I have to say, so if I could live anywhere in the world, like I haven't been outside the U.S., so I cannot. Why, Why have you not been out of the U.S.? Because we just recently got passports, you know, COVID hit. Uh, oh, I have to say I love Hawaii. It was beautiful. We visited there. Uh, I had the best pokey ever there. Uh, we went to Waikiki Beach. Absolutely amazing. Very touristy, but so, so beautiful. Painfully touristy. I w- when I was there, <laughs> when I landed, I'm like, fuck, I am definitely still in America. <laughs> like there's the goddamn gap. There's a cheesecake factory. I am still in fucking America. Right. There's a Louis Vuitton. There's people on the street trying to sell me like their their uh, lotions or whatever they're selling. Yeah, it bummed <laughs> me out. It, I'm like, because when I travel internationally, I don't want to be in America. I want to experience other cultures. I want to like see. And it was like, oh well, Hawaii is a fucking Pacific island. It should be wildly different than nope, nope. I know. I, I I'm, I'm sure there are parts that are. Probably, yeah. But I, I meant the other ones, but I was only there for twelve hours, so literally, right. I got off got off the plane, checked my fucking luggage through to back to L.A. and called a shuttle to go to Waikiki Beach, and then I just kind of chilled at one of the hotels beachside, just drinking cocktails and reading because like I only had a limited number of hours. I wasn't gonna just like yeah. Same with New York. I only had a little bit of time to be there, so I didn't really get to see much. But I did like it. Was that your so first many time there? people? Yeah, first time ever, and it was like I was mind blown. It was beautiful, fun, but it was one of the, it was like kind of like a place you could visit and kind of not live in. I mean, I loved it there, but I just didn't see myself living there because. So I have a, I like cabins, so I'm very uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like I love Louis Vuitton, I love makeup, I love all this shit that you get in L.A. and Santa Barbara, but I also love cabins. So I'm like, I think 
Santa Barbara, LA, and Nashville are like my top, top places. Like I love, yeah, I love Tennessee. It's beautiful there. So if I could ever see myself living somewhere, I'd say California or Tennessee. Like I don't really think anywhere else could do it for me. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You need to get abroad. You need to see the rest of the fucking world. I sure do. You know, actually, one of the places I've been dying to visit is Ireland. I really think it's so beautiful there. Like, all the fog, you know, like, I really like places that are very foggy, kind of like Lord of the Rings, you know, like mountains. You so know. you want to go to New Zealand, too? Is New Ze- Have you been? I have not, but that's where they filmed the Lord of the Rings. No way. Well, shit, I definitely need to visit there then. That looks really cool. Long fucking flight. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off about Ireland, but... Mm. No, you're good. I've been talking your ear off, so it's it's your turn. Go ahead. I mean, that, that's the point. You're the guest. You're right. True. But besides Ireland, where else? Like, where, where's the plan? You got the passport. Where are you guys going to go? Um, Indonesia, maybe Bali, maybe um, Kathmandu. I don't know. Just, like, I want to see the world, so, but... Italy, because I'm I'm part Italian as well a little bit, so I I definitely want to see Italy. Um, I want to see England, London. Yeah, I don't know what else, because I mean, but those are so far what I want to see. But hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's that's a priority. And once you get over to Europe, it's so easy to bounce around fucking Europe. Europe, oh, I can't wait to go there one day. Honestly, the entire continent of Europe is. Smaller than the whole fucking U.S. So once you're... It just seems it just seems a lot bigger. Maybe it's because I just haven't been there. It's a lot, just a lot of history. Right. Because there's all these fucking kingdoms and people fighting over shit. But the U.S. is bigger than fucking Europe. And on one of the trips in 2017, we literally, me and my friends, we bounced from Amsterdam over to Germany. It was like an hour and a half flight to get to fucking Munich. <gasps> Yeah, you know, um, Amsterdam is one place I've always wanted to visit because I heard it's really fun and really cool. It's I, – I, I mix feelings on Amsterdam. Hmm. It was cool. I'm glad I was there. It's very fucking touristy. Like there's – Really? Like more than Hawaii, would you say? It's different. It's definitely or, or different touristy. Hawaii, but yeah. it's very much like Europe's Vegas. People, oh, okay. people from all over Europe go to Amsterdam to like, woo, you know. Be go crazy and shit like that. Like, you know, full on, oh my God, I'm gonna be in the red light district. I'm gonna get fucked up. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna bang a girl. Like, I'm gonna go a live sex show. I'm gonna smoke some weed because weed's illegal in most of Europe. So, right, right. So, yeah, I'm gonna get fucked up. I'm gonna do some shroom. Well, <laughs> well not shrooms. Uh, sorry, technically, technically, they're psychedelic truffles. They can't oh. legally sell shrooms, but they. Oh, so they just like name them something different. So the difference between a mushroom and a truffle is truffles grow under the ground or fungus that grow under the ground, mushrooms come up. That's the only fucking difference. Okay. So they're loopholing it by selling psilocybin fucking truffles. Oh, interesting. I I did a whole batch while I was there. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Bumped around, went to some bars, like good times. Good fucking times. I I had a lot of fun being tripping in the red light district. That being said, I fucking judge a lot of places by the food. Right. Oh, food. Yeah. The food was just okay. Really? What would you get? So, the thing they do really fucking well is savory fucking pancakes. I love pancakes, but they're so they're so unhealthy, but they're so good. Well, the way the Dutch do the ha- pancakes is more like a consistency of a crepe. Yeah. So they're real thin, but they'll put like full on sausage and shit like that. Ooh, that so, sounds really good, actually. Yeah. Almost like a breakfast pizza. Almost. Yeah. It's. Ah. 
it's fucking delicious. Those were fucking great. We found like one steakhouse that was pretty rad, but otherwise it was just okay. Like everything else is just kind of like touristy food or the thing that pissed me off the most is you can drink till five o'clock in the morning there. Good luck finding any fucking food past 10 p.m. That's crazy. You should be able to eat after you drink because half the time you're hungry afterwards. Damn right. Especially some of the bars we went to had kitchens. The kitchen was just closed at 10 o'clock. Like, no, you know, at least in the States. I mean, they could be making a lot more money, but I guess they don't care. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the fucking deal is. At least in the States, bars and restaurants will at least have like a late night menu where they'll just have like easy stuff to cook. I understand not keeping the full fucking kitchen open. Right, I understand. It's a lot of work for them. I totally get it. But have like fucking fries something. and mozzarella sticks. Something. Exactly. Something you could just throw in a deep fryer, bring me in. Like, I'll be happy. I will pay you more money. Everyone <laughs> right, wins. Right. You don't have to worry about me being so shitty drunk because I haven't eaten anything in hours. Right, exactly. Like, even when I drink, I'm usually, like, really chill. Like, I'm, I know how to handle myself. And I get it. Like, people who don't want to work past a certain time because they're tired. They want to go home. But, you know, like, some wings, some fries, something would be great. Right. Something to put in my stomach. Exactly. One night, I, very drunk, was stumbling back to our Airbnb. And I'm like, Oh, my God. Is that a convenience store that's open? Fuck, yeah. It was just a candy store. The place just sold candy. Like, why are you open at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning candy store? Why do you just... I mean, I did walk out of there with, like, an armful of fucking chocolate. Cause, right. I mean, that's all that there was there. You got to yeah. have something in your stomach. I was drunk. Right. I'm like, chocolate is just fucking... Well, the next morning, uh, just... It's like, I love chocolate anyway. So, it's like, mm, get some M&Ms or something. I'm like, yeah, that's that great. That shit is going away with your keto. I know, like, okay, so, like, I don't eat as much sugar, dairy, or bread as I used to. I'm obviously, I'm, you know, like, I would say, like, a few years ago, I was eating McDonald's all the time, (laughs) horrible food, and, like, candy and all that, but I'd say now, I don't even really eat bread anymore. Like, when I have a burger, I might have, like, a tiny bite of the bread, but I'll just mainly just take it off, pick out the toppings, and eat the meat and cheese and pickles or whatever, (laughs) But go to in and out, be like protein style. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, sometimes I actually order that because it's so good. And it's like you still get all what you need. And it's a good price at in and out, too. But the only thing is the line, man, the line sucks. So I just go in there and eat. It's way better. Well, and that's one of the things like when non-Californians like in and outs just okay. I'm like, yeah, it's just okay. It's really good for the price point. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For what it costs. In and out's phenomenal. Exactly. Or am I comparing it to a fucking gourmet burger? You're Fuck not comparing no. it to a filet mignon or you're not anything crazy. Yeah, or even a, like a good thick pub burger. I'm not even Exactly. Yeah, you're just something. But if you compare it to an other fast food, yeah, it's fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Texans. I know you're all what a burger. Oh my god, I went there and I just I could not stand the place. It was so gross. <laughs> Like, sorry, if you like Whataburger, no hate to you. I just was not a fan. I was, it was. <laughs> See, I, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind Whataburger. I'm trying to think if I've ever actually have had it sober. Oh. <laughs> like, I don't mind Whataburger. Huh. Probably been drunk every time I've ever had it. So it's oh. phenomenal when you're drunk. Huh. Yeah, I've, I had it sober, so I don't know. But it was, it was. I would say maybe four or five out of ten. It wasn't like like when I was sober, maybe like four or five out of ten. I mean, I'm just not a fan of the way it tastes, but... The Texans that listen to the show are going to be very upset. Well, I apologize in advance, but... Don't apologize for your fucking taste. It's your fucking mouth. 
You know, exactly. Like, whatever you like, you like. What you don't, you don't. You know? It's one of those it's things not like, my not my thing, not my cup exactly. of tea. And if, if you don't like it, it's more for you, Texans. Right, exactly. You can have all you want. You don't have to worry about me waiting in line for it because you can have all right. the food you want there. You don't have to worry about Keely after she robs a bank coming by and stealing your Whataburger. <laughs> She's not going to come in. <laughs> Give me your fucking Whataburger, motherfuckers. I'll, I'll kill you. Give me the fucking <laughs> Whataburger. Lose the bun. I'm on keto. <laughs> See? Yeah, exactly. Not a worry. Not a worry. Not a worry. Don't have to worry about Keely robbing you at gunpoint for your Whataburger. Exactly. You're in and out protein style, you might be in trouble. Right, right. Maybe. Hmm. A year from now, I'm going to see Keely on the news. I'm like, oh, shit. Did I start this? this is, oh, fuck. Fuck. Am I an accomplice now? Oh, no. <laughs> you don't have to worry about any of that. I don't plan on doing anything crimes or anything. I mean, you should plan it. You should not do it like in the heat of the moment. That's how people get caught. You should definitely plan. I don't plan on doing it either way. I'm a law-abiding citizen. Kind of. Kind of. Depends on where you're shooting porn. You may not be a law-abiding citizen. Well, I only do it where it's allowed. (laughs) Are you shooting outside of California ever? I mean... Sometimes. And yeah. well, Florida, they have you done. Florida's it. not legal. No way, really. Huh? Correct. So, this has been a topic of conversation multiple times on this show. Oh. But the reality of the situation is it is only legal to shoot port in California and New Hampshire. Huh. I Cal- have no idea. California by a 1981 state Supreme Court ruling and New Hampshire by a law they put on the books. Mm. Everywhere else is technically illegal to shoot porn. Nevada has has a Opinion from their state Supreme Court that says because of California's state Supreme Court ruling that they are not going to enforce it. Okay. Florida, occasionally people still get fucking arrested. Wow, really? Wow. That's I mean, it's generally more in like central fucking Florida. Southern Florida, where the majority of like production's done. Right. Law enforcement doesn't give a fuck. Okay. Well, the laws aren't being enforced. They got bigger fish to fry. There's other stuff going on right. than people having sex. Like it's not a big deal. But at the end of the day, it's technically not legal. Yeah. Because technically, if you're a porn producer and you're not in one of the states where porn is legal, you're committing pandering. Oh, wow. And technically, as a performer, it's prostitution because you're having sex for money. I had no idea. Hmm. But obviously, no one's enforcing it. Right. There are very successful productions happening in Miami, in other parts of the country. But it's wild that, like, this is still a quasi-outlaw industry. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, because at the end of the day, it's kind of fucked up where it's like, oh, hey, the minute you receive money for having sex and there's a camera involved, it's protected by the First Amendment. Right. But if you were to just re- receive money for sex, that's illegal. But the reality of the, the situation is it's because of intent. The intent behind pornography is you're creating an artistic work. It is not about you or the other party's gratification. It is. Well, you know, there's some museums. Isn't there like some museums that don't allow photography? Definitely. So it's like, isn't that the same thing? It's like if porn is art and you can't photograph it, you can't photograph it. And then there's, you go to a museum and you can't photograph it. It's like, what's the difference? It's both art and they have certain rules about it. And if there's two consenting adults, you know, taking a picture of a whatever, or they're just having fun or let's say, for example, you get a friend who gives you some money or and then you decide they're hot and you want to fuck them then what are you committing a crime yes that's so crazy but if i put a middleman and take you to red lobster first and Uh spend that money that i would have just given to you on a dinner at red lobster that's a okay 
I don't know why I, I don't know why I brought crazy. Red Lobster into the mix, but I do. I know I get it. you're trying to make an analogy, but yeah, I get it. It's oh no, I was crazy. just talking about Red Lobster as a brand. Like I love I, Red Lobster, <laughs> it's so good though. The biscuits are great. I know with all the butter and the garlic. Mm. Definitely not necessarily like the food I want to have right before I get close to someone's mouth or genitals. But right, right, but it is good. It is good. It's been forever. I, I should now. I want to go to fucking Red Lobster and just gorge myself on biscuits. Honestly, same. I haven't been there in like a ye- at least a year. So good. You have been there much more recently than I have. I don't think I've been there in probably fucking ten years. Mm. Well, at then. least. Well, honestly, they're they're like so overrated anyway. I went there last time. I got a very small portion for what you pay, and it's like I don't know. It's just like. A Small portion. It was really good, but I don't know. I just didn't really do it for me, if that makes sense. Like, I had really good seafood in Florida, and I had really good pokey earlier today in uh, Santa Barbara. So, I don't know. I guess I'm just – I don't know if I'm just picky or just stuff in general is not as good as it used to be. I don't know. So, that probably is nostalgia. Probably – some of that was just like – you didn't know what you – like, you're like, oh, hey, Red Lobster's a fucking treat, and you hadn't had, like – fucking good seafood at that point. That's true, And your yeah. memory's like, this was fucking delicious. And now you're like, oh, I've been to a real seafood restaurant. Red Lobster is uh, just okay. You're right. I think it's also because we live in California and we're so privileged. We have all this great stuff where not a lot of people have access to such great stuff, you know? So we're more like, oh, this is good. We know what's good. We know it's not. That kind of thing. It's very true. I still want to go there and like gorge myself on biscuits. Oh, yeah. Now you got me thinking about the biscuits and the asparagus, potatoes, and the steak, and the, the lobster, dip it in the butter. Because mm. in high school, like, when me and my friends had some money, like, we'd go to Red Lobster. We'd take a girl to Red Lobster because you had some money. Like, oh, oh yeah. look, I'm balling. I'm taking a girl to Red Lobster. I would go there all the time. Or Olive Garden, even. Like, they're all, like, owned by the same places or whatever. But their food is just so... It's very similar, and it's just very addictive. It's so good. And Applebee's. I love it. Well, it's probably because it's probably loaded with fucking salt and fat, which your brain's like, oh, yeah, that's that's good yeah. stuff. But you know how you notice that it all tastes like it's the same people owning it? Like, you know it's all owned by the same people. It has that flavor. You know, like, if you get, a, if you get blindfolded and someone gets you a McDonald's burger or a Danny's burger or whatever— you can kind of tell where it's from, you know. I can tell I'm going to be fighting someone very shortly. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, oh, man, someone's trying to poison me. I guess we're fighting. <laughs> no, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You can tell what it is. Like, if you blindfolded me right now and be like, you handed me a McDonald's burger and a Burger King burger, I would know which is which because they just have like a distinct flavor because that's their brand. You know, I don't know what they put in it, but my God. They don't know what healthy. they put in it. It's not healthy. I haven't had it in years. I love the taste, but I'm never going to eat it again because I know how bad it is. And I kind of know what's in it. Never say never. Never. Never say never, but I will try to avoid it at all costs because of how unhealthy it is. No, it's a wise move. It's absolutely a wise move. It's just, unfortunately, sometimes it's like, oh, it's four o'clock in the morning. What the fuck? Oh, McDonald's is open. Fuck. I still don't even do that anymore. If I'm hungry, I just go hungry or I have some water or I just go to like the gas station or something and I get like some tuna or cheese sticks or a yogurt because that's still healthier than going to McDonald's where gas you Gas station tuna? Do. That's brave. No, like the star kiss little pack. Oh, okay. Like, those are like, I, I know. I, I thought you were like, I'm going to eat a tuna salad sandwich oh, from the God, gas no. station. Don't ever like, get their sandwiches. Don't ever get their like stuff that's like freshly made. It's not freshly made. Just yeah, that's just like you're taking your life in your own hands there lately. Not that, not that. I mean like the, the star kiss stuff or, you know, all that. One of my friends back in the day, I've never seen someone so violently ill decided to like get 
a gas station sandwich when we were on a road trip and he missed most of the fucking trip because he was just in the hotel room puking for like 48 hours. I've never Ooh, seen someone. That's rough. From, I'm like, dude, why would you do that? It was there, man. I'm like, you're fucking. Nope. 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 I knew that was a bad idea beforehand. It just reinforced like that's a suicidally bad idea. Yeah. Oh. oh, and their hot dogs. Like, even my dog didn't want to have the hot dogs from the gas station. He was like, what the hell is this? You're feeding me poison. You man, what's this poison? You know what's bad when the dog won't eat it? Mm-hmm. Dogs are nasty. They eat some disgusting stuff. They'll eat so, their own shit. Yeah. I won't even bring up another story, but I want to. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm oh like, no, no. You can't tease us with that. What, what, what are you uh, No, I can't bring it up. Aw. <laughs> Oh. Okay, you know, I'll, I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> so one time my dog, um, okay, my dog took a dump and he ate it. And it was just disgusting. It was just, yeah. As dogs do. Dogs are weird. We went on a hike and our dog saw some horse crap and he ate it too. But that was like more of a thing when he was a puppy. He's new to the world. He doesn't know what things taste like. He's like, oh, does that go in my mouth? Like, no, it does not. Don't even try. One of my friend's puppies, I was watching the dog and like, I swear the dog's suicidal because. Puppies are so cute, but why are they so nasty? I, I don't. Because they don't know any better. But they're so cute, but they're so gross. I mean, people way. say the same shit about human babies. True. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. I, human <laughs> babies will fucking murder themselves if you don't watch them. <laughs> like, oh, hey. Weird. Can I stick my, what? can I stick this thing in the outlet? No, baby. <laughs> Can I put this thing in my mouth? No. There's a reason there's choking hazards on fucking Legos. Because babies will fucking murder themselves if you let them. <laughs> They'll literally do anything. Yeah. They're like, oh, hey, that's yellow. I can't chew it. I'm just going to die. <laughs> oh, will I asphyxiate with this plastic bag over my head? Yes, you will, baby. Don't do it. It's like, if it's there, I'm going to eat it or I'm going to do something crazy right. with it. I'm going to crawl. In. Don't crawl inside the refrigerator, baby. Like, the, they right. will just try to kill themselves. This is why I don't want children because it will succeed under my watch. Yeah. And that that's a lot of paperwork and a lot of explaining. And uh, I just don't want to get lawyers involved. Like It just seems like too much of a hassle. Right. Do you want kids one day? Maybe one day. But for now, I'm just kind of not a good time right now for all of it. Well, yeah. But maybe one day. Yeah. For sure. Because obviously... Being out from work, unless you're just going to shoot pregnancy fetish shit for a while. I don't know about that. I think I might have to pass on that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you got pregnant, you wouldn't shoot pregnancy fetish shit? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I can't say. Just something that's uncomfortable for you? or It's just something that's... Well, I mean, I don't have a... I don't plan on having babies anytime soon. So I, that's kind of like something I just haven't thought about. Well, it's work. I mean, I'm sure yeah. there's other things you've done on set that you aren't necessarily into in real life that you've yeah, done for true. work. It's true. It's true. So right. what is the price point on shooting pregnancy porn? Assuming that you, you know, had gotten pregnant. Not, I'm not suggesting you get pregnant just to shoot pregnancy porn. Right. Oh, of course, obviously. You never know. People do some wild shit. <gasps> hey, I try to do whatever's good for both parties. Like, I would never just have a baby just to have a baby for views or whatever. Because that's just messed up. Because then you're going to bring somebody into the world and... And if you're not ready, they're not ready. It's just going to be a shit show. So, Well, yeah. I tell that to a lot of people that are parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of people that have no business being parents are parents. I agree. 
but back to what would be the dollar amount? Like how what would be the rate to be like, oh yeah, I'd I'd shoot some pregnancy porn. Like if I was ready. Yeah. Assuming like you two have like, oh, we want to settle down, start a family. I would say the most I can possibly get. So whatever that is. I don't know. I mean, I'm saying what, what is, what is the minimum you would accept for it? The minimum? Probably 10 grand or something. 10 grand? Yeah, probably. 10 grand pregnancy scene? All right. Yeah. Hey, if you can get it, fuck yeah, do it. Just because it's so out there for me, but I would, I would do it for that. For sure. If someone's willing to pay it and you obviously had gotten pregnant. Right. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. It's not like. Oh my God! This is your first scene, or some shit. Right. If an opportunity presents itself and you're down and you you feel like it, okay, you know, make make a deal. Exactly. I mean, that's that's the nature of the beast. I mean, unfortunately, for fortunately slash unfortunately, we're in an exploitive business. Like people want to, you know, shoot you in all the ways they possibly can. Right. If right. you're willing, someone will put you in a weird. Exactly. Everyone's got a price for whatever they want to do. So. 10K? I mean, if you can, fuck yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm pretty vanilla when it comes to sex, but I, I'm I'm a little kinky, a little. But I mean, What's for the right price. I don't know. I'm talking real life. I'm not talking on set. Like Okay, Um. well, I don't know. As we put you on spot with your partner in the room. Okay, well, I mean, I've done some porn where I did, where I did a threesome. No, no, I'm talking real life. Like, oh, real, real life, life? Real, real life. Okay, so what would the... I mean, I've done anal a few times. That's great. That's like the furthest I've gone. Um, Wait, a minute, you haven't had vaginal sex? Well, of course I have, duh. But I mean, like, I, mean, I, I thought uh, anal's third base and you know, vaginal's a home run these days. <laughs> I mean, it, I guess it just depends on who you ask. But yeah, I would say, like, well, because you know, you're not losing your virginity if it's just anal, according to the Catholic girls. So I've been told. Well, whatever works for you, I guess. But um, no, I've done. All sorts of stuff. I've done regular vaginal, you know, anal. I'd say, like, I would say schoolgirl choking, you know, like, you're naughty girl type shit. But I'd say I'm pretty, I don't know, like, if something arises and there's something that my partner wants to do or I get offered on shoot and I decide, well, hi, maybe I should try this at home, you know, but. Has there been anything that, like, you had as an upcoming scene that you hadn't done in your personal life? You're like, hey, babe, let's knock this out before I go do it on camera. Oh, a lot of it, a lot of it. Like I what? Done. So I've done, I've done threesomes for porn. I've done guy girl. I'm saying, did you go experiment with that in real life? Before no, you did it on camera. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Now that you've done a threesome on camera, would you be like, hey, babe, I want to, you know, bring a third party into the, our bedroom? So far, no. But you never know. But so far, no. Well, what's the hesitation on it? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just don't feel like it. Not something I. Are you possessive? You just don't want to share them, or? I am. I love him, and he's just mine, you know, so that's how I am. But, yeah, he doesn't really advocate for that sort of stuff anyway. So if you wanted to do something, he could ask. But but he doesn't, so, you know, whatever it is. But I mean, you would he be opposed, or would you ever approach for, like, bringing another guy in? Like, so it's two guys and you. I, I'd say I'd say maybe. Maybe more on that one. I don't know. Yeah. You know, do a 2.5 where they don't touch, but... I'd say I just mainly want him and him only, and that's just that's just me. And there's absolutely nothing wrong. I'm monogamous despite my, you know, my job. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, yeah. and that's fine. Each their own, you know, yeah. whatever makes you happy. Exactly, and that's the thing. That's a common misconception with people in the fucking outside the industry. It's like 
they just think we're all crazy, kinky freaks. And some of us are. But, you know, if you're not, that's totally fine, you know? Definitely. Definitely. Because one's work, one's real life. Mm -hmm. They don't have to overlap. They super don't. Oh, exactly. It's your job. And obviously, while I do love it, I enjoy it. It's important that you feel comfortable with what you're doing. And then you're at home. Hey, you can have a completely different thing. Like if you're... If I'm doing threesome with a girl and a guy like I've done before or I've done some crazy sex, that's fine. And it can be fun. But in my home life, I'm more just like me and him and normal, normal shit. So Normal shit's a mis- yeah, misnomer because normal is all in the eyes of the beholder. That's true. I would say what's normal for me is just me and him fucking, you know, regular sex, you know, just, just the normal shit. Locking eyes, be like, babe, I love you. I love you. Yep, pretty much. Sometimes we talk, sometimes we don't. But I say it's just normal. Just whatever. Roll over, throw on some Netflix. Exactly. Yeah, we're just like, we're feeling it, so we do it. But yeah, pretty normal stuff. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Not everything off camera has to be some crazy fuck fest. Exactly. There are many other aspects of life beyond sex. Exactly. And I think porn nowadays, while has, I mean, as great as it is, but it gives a lot of people an untrue and unhealthy relationship with porn can give you like a bad view on sex like oh this is how it's supposed to be because this is how they do it in the porn well yes it can be true for a lot of people like yes there are a lot of freaks out there there's a lot of crazy stuff that's real in real life as they do it in the videos but for a lot of us like as for me we're more just like yeah i'm just a regular person you know i go get my groceries i have regular sex with one person day to day you know so but yeah well and the thing about it is no one should be emulating porn sex because porn sex is, is supposed to be aesthetically pleasing, not necessarily exactly. pleasurable. Exactly. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. There's lighting. There's cameras. There's a lot that goes into it. Well, there's opening up for the camera. Like, exactly. There's plenty of positions where I know it's not fun for anybody fucking exactly. involved, but it looks cool. So but it looks hot and they like it. And hey, if that, that makes you happy, then we'll keep doing it. Exactly. As long as people keep clicking Keep buying. Right. People will keep doing it. Exactly. It's a fucking business. Right. It's always amusing to me, like, when I occasionally hook up with performers that, like, are just, it's muscle memory autopilot to open up for a camera. It's like, we're going. I have such a bad habit of that sometimes. I'm just like, oh, I need to do this. I need to moan super crazy loud. I need to, like, make sure I arch my back crazy. Like, it's just something that I'm used to doing where, where sometimes I just do it, but. You got to sometimes remind yourself. Does, does he ever be like, babe, what are you doing? Sometimes he's like, oh, oh, that's, you're doing what you did on set the other day or something. <laughs> yeah, because I, I definitely had those moments where it's like, yo. But for the most part, I have a good balance. Like, I only do that maybe like once, but I think I'm just more like, I know how to like be work, home, work, home. Like, I've never really mixed the two. And I'm just very good at that. I'm very lucky. have the awareness. Hell yeah, hell yeah. It was, it's awkward when it happens. Yeah, definitely. And I'm, I'm sure, especially with the over, like overly dramatic moaning, it could definitely take a dude out of the zone and be like, what the fuck's happening He's here? He's like, wow, you never done this before. You know, like that's different than what I'm used to, but yeah. See, I, I've been around too long and I'm just fucking jaded to be like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, you already know what's up. Yeah, for me, when I'm at home, I'm just I just regular. I don't, I'm not super loud, you know, especially even when I get off. I'm like, I'm a little, I make a little noise, but I'm not like over the top, like, you know. You're not disturbing the neighbors. No, not at all. Like, 
they're fucking going ahead. No, it's cool. Right. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Of course, if that's you, then you keep going. You do your thing. But for me, that's just not natural what comes out, you know. Regardless how amazing the sex can be, I'm just not a very, like, loud loud person. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's okay for someone not to be vocal. Mm-hmm. As long as they're not a dead fish. Like, the less... Well, I make a little bit of noise, you know, well, but I'm not going to be like, yeah. As long as you're moving, too. No, of course, yeah. Nobody wants to fuck up silent starfish. Right. I mean, I'm sure at, at, that point, it, but... at that point, just get a blow-up doll, honey. But that's not, that's not me. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, if you are someone who's very quiet and you're happy, then whatever. Yeah, but, whatever. you know, I say, like, I'm just kind of in the middle, balanced. I keep saying, no, that's my thing. Perfectly balanced. Perfectly balanced. At least from my point of view. Well, I was going to go for a thumbs up. Uh, I mean, what's he going to say? He's not going to say he's happy. He's in the room. Well. It'd be a long drive back if he's like, nah, I'm not having fun. So he's just like, yeah, 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 babe. I love you. (laughs) Can't put him on the spot like that. He's not going to answer, honestly, even if. Right. Either I mean, he of course he's going to answer honestly. Yes, yes, he's answering honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Not. <laughs> it would just be a really long drive back if he's just like, yeah, sex is horrible. Just you know, real long drive back for Santa Barbara for you. Well, we're very open with each other, so if he had something to say, like, you know, like oh, we're very open. It doesn't bother me. Oh my god, uh, adult open. healthy relationship with proper communication. Mind blown. I know, right? No, these days it can be really tough to find them, but what we have is great, so I'm happy. Like, if he's in the car and he farts, I might smack his leg. I'm like, don't fucking fart, you nasty fuck. <laughs> I like to spray the Febreze in there, you know. You're punishing the man for having normal, healthy bodily function? That's so Well, because sometimes he does it to piss me off. Like, he'll just be like, hey, babe, I got something for you. And he'll just, like, let out one so loud. I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> He had to go. I love him, but sometimes he's annoying. And I am too, you know. It's a healthy relationship. It's important to annoy each other, and it's important to be nice to each other. It's important to communicate. All that. I'm not sure if that's in priority order. Well, not in order, but I'd say all of that. Whatever. No, no, it's all important. Your partner should be your best friend as well as your your best fuck, because whatever you need that person to be, it's all there. Like when I'm with him, I never feel lonely. I'm always happy. You know, we travel together. We go on adventures together. We go hiking. Life's great. What would you say is tell him anything I want. What would you say is the biggest adventure you two have been on? Road tripping, going to Tahoe, going to other places. Uh, I love, absolutely love Catalina Island and Coronado Island. They're my top places. So is there any specific trip that stands out? Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, Catalina Island, and Tahoe, I'd have to say. Oh, I mean, but a specific trip to one of those places. Oh, they're all just, they're all wonderful. I'm very nostalgic, so I tend to really like everything a lot. But I'd have to say Tahoe was definitely the, the best because that was when we first were together. Everything was new and just we fell in love with that place and with each other. So it was like really cool. And Tahoe is like amazing. So, so set the scene. Was this during winter? Did you guys go skiing like during the summer? It was during like May, June, July ish. Yeah, we were there for a few months. It was great. So you're just bumming around Tahoe for a couple months. Yeah, we're checking it out, seeing how we liked it. It was a new relationship, so everything was like we were in the honeymoon phase, and it was great. Things are still great, but like 
I don't know, when you go to a new place with a new person, everything, you just get that feeling, you know? For sure. <laughs> it, it's a really a make or break moment. Yeah. And that's why we like to travel a lot because we're very nostalgic and we want to get that feeling all the time, that honeymoon phase. And we get that a lot, especially when we go to like new places, new cities, new restaurants even, you know, you don't have to go very far to get a good experience. There's places we go to, like if we go to Tahoe or Big Bear or Catalina, we're still going to have a wonderful time and still have that nostalgic, starry eyed experience, you know? So it's great. It's fucking awesome. That is absolutely. And that's what our relationship goals should fucking be. Like, right. You shouldn't be dreading, like, spending time with your partner. Exactly. You should enjoy it. Yeah. It shouldn't be, like, the bad sitcom fucking relationship. Like, oh, I fucking hate my wife. I'm going to go bowling with the guys because I don't want to be around her. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm so happy we don't have that. Well, and if you did, fucking run away. Anyone who's in a relationship like that where you hate being around your partner. Right, exactly. Don't be in that relationship. I can't tell you the amount of guys at the, the strip clubs are like, oh, I'm married, but I'm so miserable. And like, I want part of me is like, well, they're giving me their money, so I shouldn't really say anything. But after they give the, give me their money for the, the lap dance or whatever, I'm like, dude, if you're so miserable, divorce her. Like, if you're so mad, just find somebody else, you know? The problem is people are afraid of fucking change. They're afraid of change. They like their routine. They're comfortable. And who knows? Maybe they have, like, kids or something. So I totally get it. But, like, but even I if don't you, know. It is what it is. Even if you have fucking kids, if you're a miserable fucking human being. You're not going to be able to give your all to the other person or to your kid right. or whatever. Your, your kids are going to see that. And that's going to set an example for kids them. Kids know everything. Like, when I was a kid, I could tell whatever. If there, if there was something going on, I could tell. So, yeah. Yeah. If you're a miserable human being. Your kids are going to fucking see it. It's going to rub off them and affect their relationships exactly. fucking ever. and it's going to cause them trauma, which you don't want. Right. So you're better off being the cool weekend dad and you being happy mm-hmm. than being with their mother and being fucking miserable. Exactly. Exactly. But too many people are afraid to come out of their goddamn comfort zone. Don't be afraid to come out of your comfort zone, guys. I did it. And if I can do it, you can do it. I went from waitressing to doing stripping, to doing porn. I'm confident, happy. I'm better at makeup now. I'm more, I know how to walk. I know how to talk. I gain confidence. So find something that you love, whether it's sex work or whatever the fuck you want to do. If you find something that you love, do it and become whoever you want to be. Wait a minute. You didn't know how to walk as a waitress? Did someone just push you to the tables? No, no, no. I meant like how to like walk, like, you know, like model walk. You know, I had the, the confidence is in your walk, the confidence, the way you speak to people, the way you look at them. Do you make eye contact? Do you feel confident? All that. If you have that, I finally have that after many years and it's great. So if you find something that you love to do, your career, your hobby, you find great friends, you're confident, then props to you. And if you're still in that place where you're not in your comfort zone and you feel shy, do something crazy. Not something bad, but do something crazy. You know, have a drink, gain confidence, you know, because drinking obviously helps you. So if you need a little drink, go ahead, but don't rely on it completely because that can be a vicious cycle. Right. Rely on heroin. (laughs) No, don't. (laughs) Just rely on like who you are. Wake up in the morning. Say, you know what? I'm going to have a goal. I'm going to make a a today's to-do list and I'm going to do something and I'm going to do it one step at a time. Well, and at the end of the day. Don't worry about what other people think of you. Exactly. Most, reality, most cases, they aren't. They just aren't thinking. People are worried too much about themselves. Like, even me, I'm not worried about what the next person next to me is doing. I don't care if they're picking their nose next to me and at the red light. I'm just sitting there worried about how my hair looks. I'm more worried about, okay, am I going to get some this 
my shoot on time and my I'm worried about other shit, so I don't care, you know? Exactly. Most people are way too concerned about their own shit to give a flying fuck about you. That thing in your childhood that was absolutely traumatic to you, nobody fucking remembers. Nobody they don't cares. Care. They don't remember. Because it was no. only traumatic to you. Exactly. So We're all life. very similar and no one's really that unique. We all have similar interests, similar styles. We We all feel the same. So no one's really alone. You don't have to feel like you're alone or whatever. And life's great. Have a drink. Have fun. I'll drink to that. Yeah, cheers. That's great. Life's too fucking short. Exactly. To just like do what other people expect of you. Yeah, do what makes you happy. Right. If doing what other people expect of you makes you happy for whatever reason, I guess do it. But otherwise, do you. Like I have plenty of friends. I grew up in Chicago and I have a lot of friends back in the Midwest who are not particularly happy. Right. But – Oh, my family's here. This is all I've ever known. They don't want to fucking leave, even though they're fucking miserable. Like, motherfucker, leave. You can always come back. The city isn't putting up a wall and locking you out. Right, exactly. It's like I have a lot of friends, people we've met that we know that are like that, that never want to leave where they're from. And and I get it. You know, people are going to do what they're going to do, but you should leave. If you feel like you're stuck, you're not stuck. Do You got to make the step. Go, leave, save up, go to whatever city, even if it's the next city over, even if you're too scared to leave the state, go to the next city over, you know, move out, try a different job, do something, you know, or hell, if you're too scared to do that and you're working the same job for 10 years and you want to leave, buy a different pair of shoes, buy a yellow pair of shoes, start small, you know, and then just go, you know, go from there. Be the change you want to fucking see. That, yeah. Really, that simple. There's nothing to fucking be afraid of, because you can always go back. Exactly. Life's pretty easy. Not all the time, but it's easy enough. So don't overthink it. Exactly. But on that note, I think I'm gonna call last call on this motherfucker. Get you guys out of here. I got a Twitch stream. I gotta get to. Oh, well, that sounds fun. It will be. It will be. Keely, before we get out of here, where can they find you on all the things? So my Twitter is Keely Rose OF. That is K-E-E-L-Y-R-O-S-E-O-F. My OnlyFans is the same as my Twitter, Keely Rose OF. And um, my Instagram is also Keely Rose OF. So if you want to find me, those are my platforms. Hell yeah. Find Keely. Spend money. Spend <laughs> all your money. Go to the poorhouse for Keely. Put her in a lifestyle that she can grow accustomed to so you can live in a cardboard box. Spend that money. <laughs> but as always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt Effin Slayer on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Matt Effin Slayer. You can find the Patreon exclusive content, which involves Keely's breasts, at patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. You can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter, and Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers.